Happy back to school, teacher learners, and welcome to season three of Teachers Learn Too. If you are looking for ideas on how to teach SEL during the first couple weeks of school, you are in the right place. In today's episode, we will dive into the world of picture books, specifically looking at my top five books for back to school season. These books and follow-up activities will help you create a safe learning environment for your students where they can grow and learn together as a class. Although SEL, or social-emotional learning, has been around for decades, it has really made headlines in the world of education since the pandemic. We as educators must explicitly teach students how to manage their emotions. Being able to identify specific emotions as well as what to do with said emotions is a lifelong skill. A common question from teachers is, what does that look like in the classroom? SEL can be used to help students play on the playground while also helping them collaborate in the classroom. Therefore, SEL should be a vital component of our back-to-school curriculum. Now, those of you who know me know how strongly I feel about the first two weeks of school. They should be filled with fun activities, routines, procedures, and SEL lessons. In this episode, we're going to be looking at my five specific picture books that will lend themselves to learning key social-emotional skills that are sure to make this school year a success. So let's dive in with these five excellent reads. The first book I want to mention is Jacqueline Woodson's The Day You Begin. It's perfect for the first day of school, as it reminds us that we all feel like outsiders sometimes. Maybe we are new to the school, or maybe we look different than our peers. Perhaps we have different interests or hobbies. Whatever the case may be, it takes courage to meet new people and connect with them. After reading this book, I like to do an activity about what makes each of us unique. Side note, this would also be a good place to discuss identity and values, if you so choose. Now, after creating posters about our uniqueness, students can introduce themselves to each other, either in small groups or in front of the class. You could even play a round of guess who. Collect the posters before the students go to recess or lunch and then display them somewhere in the room. When the students return to class, they can guess which poster belongs to which students. Now, obviously, you're going to want to make sure the students do not write their names on the front of their papers, which is going to feel awkward for any teacher to say, please don't write your name, but the students need to be able to guess each other's posters. And quick teaching tip, before hanging up the posters, you may want to give students the opportunity to interview each other or even play student bingo. If you want to learn more about how to play these games, make sure to check out my blog or my TPT store where I go over some first week of school activities. Next, let's talk about The Magical Yet. This is a colorful book that reminds us that all skills at some point were first challenges. Now, I think this is a perfect book for the first or even second day of school. 
starting a new grade level in a new classroom with a new teacher can be both exciting and nerve-wracking. This book reminds students that they have overcome challenges many times before. They may have learned to ride a bike or play a sport or even learn how to tie their shoes. At one point, everyone has learned something. This book is a beautiful way to remind them that the challenges they will face this school year can be overcome just as previous challenges were. This book would be best uh, best read on a goal-setting day. Give your students the opportunity to not only set academic goals, but personal goals as well. Will they meet a new friend this year? Can they befriend someone who's new to the school? Maybe learn to play a sport? help their parents at home, help take care of their younger siblings, the possibilities are endless. Now I've actually created a couple worksheets specifically meant for goal setting at the beginning of the year. So if you haven't done so yet, make sure you check out my blog post and download that freebie resource. Now let's talk about Jen Larson's Songbird. This is an endearing book that teaches kids to dream big despite all odds. In the story, a small bird dreams not of collecting seeds like the other birds, but of being a conductor. Despite the obvious obstacles, the bird works hard to achieve what seems to be nearly impossible. This book shows students that with determination and support, their possibilities are limitless. Now to me, this is the perfect story to read right after goal setting. I like to revisit our goals made the day before and choose one to make even bigger. For example, maybe instead of befriending one student, we're gonna try to meet one student in each class of our grade level. Or perhaps we can learn one sport and one art skill rather than choosing between the two. Again, there's a lot of teachable moments here. The main goal is to push students to challenge themselves. This would be a great place to do a quick write. You may even consider journaling with your students. Not only would you be able to have a first writing sample for the beginning of the year, but you would also learn a bit about your students' interests and their goals. The next book I want to discuss is called Listen, and it's by Gabby Snyder. It's a lovely book that teaches mindfulness. The main character, a young girl on her way to school, is confronted with the sounds of a busy city. This picture book can help teach students to focus and eliminate distractions, especially during group time. It can also be used to bring up how to show we are actively listening. Now, I use this book to teach how to listen, not only to the teacher, but to each other as well. And I begin by doing a quick activity where we all close our eyes and see how many different sounds we can hear in our classroom. We list them as a class and discuss how to focus our attention on only the teacher's voice or only our partner's voice. We then discuss how we can eliminate the other distractions to allow us to get the most out of our lessons and discussions. Now, in terms of SEL, we discuss what it means to listen rather than just hear people. 
we try to understand a person's intentions before reacting in a negative light. And this could also be tied into some conflict resolution. So if you're finding that your class needs some reminders, especially after recess or lunch, this would be a good book to kind of bring those things up. Rather than reacting right away, we're going to really listen, not just with our ears, but with our eyes as well, paying extra close attention to nonverbal communication. Now, this is also a great mini lesson to have before your first group activity. For me, I usually like to use this picture book before we begin our very first collaborative assignment. Last but certainly not least, if I had to recommend one book for back to school season, it would be this one. After the Fall by Dan Santiat is an adorable book that describes the struggle Humpty Dumpty endures after taking a terrible fall. Now we all know the nursery rhyme about Humpty Dumpty, but have you ever wondered what happened to him afterward? This book goes to answer that question. And the message is that no matter the setback, there is always a way to recover and overcome it. Now, I've even used this book after winter break or after spring break as a way to remind students what we discussed at the beginning of the year. So it's certainly something that you can revisit throughout the school year. The main reason I love this book so much is it has so many applications. Students enter our classrooms with their own unique struggles, traumas, and hardships. This book teaches us that we can overcome any challenge, academic or otherwise, with time, support, and love. In the story, Humpty Dumpty finds that he is terrified of heights after his fall, therefore causing him to miss out on some of the activities he once loved. Similarly, students may have difficulty making friends after being isolated during the pandemic. They may also struggle to be successful after failing a test or striking out during baseball. Perhaps they were embarrassed on the playground and are extremely shy now. Again, the applications are endless. After the fall teaches students that it is okay to struggle sometimes. And in fact, we all struggle sometimes. What we do afterward is what makes us successful. After the fall is also the perfect way to teach students to be risk takers in the classroom and that it is okay and even awesome to make mistakes while we're learning. Mistakes are simply learning opportunities and this realization does not come naturally to students. Honestly, it doesn't come naturally to adults either. A possible follow-up activity could be to have students think of a time when they learned something from a mistake they made. Alternatively, you could have students design a poster that visually displays the book's theme or message. Upper grade teachers, I'm especially talking to you. This book is ideal for theme. Students really gravitate towards the book's message, and you'll find that they become very creative when they make these visual posters. Now, I've done this poster activity every year, and honestly, you would not believe how beautiful they turn out. I actually usually display them for back-to-school night, and parents really love seeing what their students created. 
Now, like I mentioned earlier, there's another freebie opportunity here. So if you haven't checked it out yet, go to learningandprogress.com. Make sure you download the directions for this activity, as well as a couple worksheets that teach students it is okay to make mistakes. I hope that these picture books help you create a warm, nurturing environment for your new classroom family. Explicitly teaching these skills makes all the difference in the world, not just for this school year, but for your students' entire lives. If you haven't already done so, make sure to download the freebie resources that go along with this episode. They're available on my blog at learningandprogress.com. Also, I would love to hear your own classroom success stories. So feel free to comment on this episode, on my blog, or even tag me on Instagram. My handle is learning and progress. Let's celebrate the beginning of this school year together. Thanks again for tuning in today. Our next back to school episode will air on September 4th. Until then, make sure to check out season one of this podcast for more back to school ideas. I'm looking forward to chatting with you next time. Keep learning.